what is already his. And I want to read you a story about King Hezekiah in 2 Chronicles chapter 30. We read of the return of the Israelites to Jerusalem. And later, we read how the people turn their hearts back to God. And when people do that, that is a cause for celebration, and that's exactly what the people did. They celebrated the Passover for seven days. They had such a great time. They were worshipping God, they were praising His holy name, and they agreed to celebrate for another seven days. And verse 27 reads, The priests and the Levites stood to bless the people, and God heard them, for their prayer reached heaven his holy dwelling place. And then we're going to move on a little bit into chapter 31, verses 4 to 5. And we read how Hezekiah ordered the people living in Jerusalem to get the portion due to the priests and Levites so they could devote themselves to the law of the Lord. And as soon as the order went out, the Israelites generously gave the first fruits of their grain, their new wine, their oil and their honey, and all that the fields produced, and they bought a great amount, a tenth of everything. Others gave a tithe of their herds and flocks, and a tithe of the holy things in case of the Lord and God, and they piled them in heaps. And a few verses on, when his pilot and his officials came and saw the heaps of food, they praised the Lord and they blessed the people of Israel. And Hezekiah asked the priests and Levites about the heaps. And Azariah, the chief priest from the family of Zadok, answered, Since the people began to bring their contributions to the temple of the Lord, we have enough to eat and plenty to spare, because the Lord has blessed his people, and this great amount is left over. You see, the people brought their tithes in such abundance that Hezekiah had to give orders to prepare more storerooms in the temple of the Lord to hold the grains, tithes, and dedicated gifts. You see, the people gave out of the overflow of their heart. They gave generously to God. When I read the story the first time, I was smiling as I read it. I could feel the joy of the chief priest, Azariah, and Hezekiah, as they realized that people were being obedient to God's word. And when we obey the greatest commandment, as shown in Mark chapter 4, verse 30, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. When we obey that commandment, then we will gladly give our tithe to God. We can't answer, yes, Lord, to that commandment and add a rider to it that says, but don't touch my wallet. The second point I want to talk to you about is Leviticus 27.30. A tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. Did you know that? Did you realise that your tithes are holy to the Lord? How often do we give to God what is left in our pocket? at the end of the week, and we don't give him what's rightly his. How often have we said, oh, this is all I have in my pocket, it will just have to do. How does that fit with our tithes being holy to God? 
We need to treat our time as God's holy property. As God himself regards our first fruits as precious to him. And because our tithes are holy, our tithing becomes an act of worship. Two weeks ago, Reverend Esteban told us about Jeremiah, who was set apart by God as a prophet to the nations. And God has set you apart to fulfill his purposes. And we as Christians, we set ourselves apart from the world. We live in the world, but we are not of the world. And just as we set ourselves apart for him, so our timing should be set apart for him. Our giving is a deliberate, intentional act. And when we do this with our time, we are honouring God with our giving. 